0: Your host for Lacrosse Talk PM, Rick Sola.
1: All right. Welcome to Friday. Free for all Friday. Sports. You want to talk sports? I love talking sports. So feel free to call me if you want to talk about sports or whatever you want to talk about. There's so much going on in the news. Get in here and, and look at all the like. The pandemonium that happens federally or nationally, I should say, and within uh, within the state, and uh, even right here in the cross. Uh, Mayor Tim Cabot will be in here on Monday, so prepare your questions. Be nice if you guys texted in if you had some questions. Be the best way to do that would be to text in, and if you want to talk to me right now, you can call me or text me. the Better Hearing Center talk and text line. High school football season's kind of wrapping up. Probably a little miserable to go to games now. And on the flip side, like, awesome. I always hated playing super cold games like this. The way it's going to be tonight because you're not wearing many clothes. And you get really sweaty and then halftime comes, and at all these schools, there's no you don't go in the locker room at halftime, really. You maybe go under the bleachers, or if you go in the locker room, you have to run to the school, which is sometimes a couple hundred yards away. Uh, just halftime, I just remember steaming. I would always be steaming. And I was a lineman, so I was supposed to be tough, but I wasn't tough. I wore a long sleeve shirt and gloves. Miserable, playing in freezing weather although if it was snowing that would be super cool i don't remember playing in the snow i remember playing in like super cold weather and muddy conditions and it was cool while you were playing but yeah halftime and that was the worst never came out though so there was no sidelines for me at hortonville that's not a break i just never came out of the game so it was kind of miserable uh, 608-785-7914, Better Hearing Center, Talk and Text Line. I do want to talk a little bit about sports uh, before we get to news. Uh, but we do have a caller. Caller, you're on the air. Who is this?
2: It's Eric. Uh, what channel, TV channel, the Badgers playing on tonight? Do you know? No. No idea. Well, it, it comes here. you these matches because I'm looking all over hell and
1: I can't find any listening. Thanks, 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 bye. Okay, Eric's daily call me and ask me what channel the team's playing on. Uh, That happens every day. 608-785-7914, the Better Hearing Center talk and text line and TV guideline. I do know that the Packers are on WKTY. It's right over here. Playing on Sunday. Coverage begins at one PM. So if you want to listen to pregame, you wanna to listen to Packers talk for a couple hours before the game. They're playing the at home against the Panthers, one PM WKTY. Uh there's actually a race on at twelve thirty PM on WISM, the Can Am five hundred. Uh tonight Bucks at Jazz, one of the best one of the best teams in the the West, the Utah Jazz, one of the best up and coming players. A Dwayne Wade like player, if you remember Dwayne Wade from Marquette, and obviously from his LeBron James Days in the Miami Heat. Donovan Mitchell, that guy's something to watch. So if you want to watch the Bucks jazz, if you want to listen to the Bucks jazz, W K T Y seven thirty coverage begins. Um I do want to talk high school football a little bit. So we got a couple of teams playing tonight from the area. Uh, Gale at Trempellos 10 and one they're playing prayer to Shane he's also 10 and one I believe that's it. in Galesville now that I think about that I'm not entirely sure if it is in Galesville because you get as you get into these later rounds in Wisconsin and well in the later rounds in general the uh the teams go to sometimes new no it's in Galesville okay so Galesville, pray to Shane, number one versus number two. That's one game tonight. Uh, Bangor playing Turtle Lake is another game from our area happening tonight. Bangor is the number two ranked team in the state's small division. So they have three divisions, large, medium, small. That's how the Wisconsin ranks their, their teams. Even though there's seven divisions in the state, it would probably be, it's kind of goofy because there's seven divisions in the state, but there's only three Ways to rank teams: small, medium, and large. Uh, Bangor is number two, so they take on the third seed, Turtle Lake. Turtle Lake uh, upset—I guess you would call it. Well, they kind of did upset Blair Taylor last week because it was a forty-four to six game. Uh, but Bangor is undefeated. Turtle Lake, I believe, is eight and three, so that one's going to be in Bangor. So that's pretty cool. Bangor's kind of got a pretty good run going. They they won state a couple year uh, a few years ago. They've gotten to the state a couple of times. Um. So, speaking of having a good thing going, Caledonia also begins the state tournament tonight. They're at Rochester Mayo High School. And if you want to know about runs, Caledonia High School over Minnesota is having the best run in the nation, I think. Uh, Last year when we talked about this, Caledonia was right in the mix for having the most consecutive wins in the nation. Uh, And all these teams were right around 50, and I'll have to be honest, I don't... I don't know where they're at now because there were four teams at 50 and 51 wins, including Caledonia. Well, Caledonia hasn't lost. They're 11-0 this season, so their win streak 65. So this Maryland team, this Washington team, and this Mississippi team, they all could be 11-0 as well. I guess I just, I just noticed this. I have Caledonia notes that I keep year to year, and I scroll down past my notes, and I'm like, oh, yeah, the win streak, the nation win streak. So I just kind of forgot uh, to look that up. Um, but they're at 65 wins in a row. 65. So they won four consecutive state tournaments. We have that game on Classic Hits 94.3. If you want to listen to Tony call the game, 94.7. 94.3. I knew it was wrong there. I'm like, wait, it's not 94.7. Uh, Classic Hits. Tony's calling the game. It's number one ranked Caledonia versus Pipestone area. Pipestone 7-3, and three, so you can imagine where this game is going with a team that's won 65 games in a row and one state four consecutive times. So my notes with Caledonia are pretty interesting. I'll get to those, but we're going to hit the news here quick. Uh, if you want to give me a call or shoot me a text, 608-785-7914. Uh, some interesting things that are happening. Uh, there was a, a lacrosse house fire uh, today. That's on our wisdomnews.com website. Um, I did notice a couple days ago, uh, we've approved a bill expanding animal cruelty laws. If you want to get into that, uh, yesterday we had a story up, Toma Driver accused of his 10th OWI. And, um, there was one other one that I lost now. Oh, judge fines Trump $2 million for misusing his charity foundation. That was interesting. Um... But, yeah, we'll get to that stuff or anything you want to talk about after the news. We'll be back right here on Wisdom. All right, welcome back to Lacrosse Talk PM. You want to get in here, 608-785-7914, the Better Hearing Center talking text line. I was just getting into talking about Caledonia football a little bit. Uh, but also, the, the story I couldn't remember is this uh, whistleblower uh, that's been outed. Not in the impeachment inquiry. This is a whistleblower right in Wisconsin. So I'm going to talk about that in a minute. Uh, pretty interesting. But Caledonia, okay, so this doesn't, this is this is uh, nationally recognized here. Caledonia, 65 football, a Caledonia high school football team, 65 wins in a row. Uh, they've won four consecutive state titles going undefeated four consecutive years. They're 11-0 this year. They're playing Pipestone at Rochester mail tonight at 7 p.m. You can listen on Classic Hits 94.3. 94 point. God, they did it again. <laughs> Classic Hits 94.7. Why am I saying three? Uh, Tony to be on the call there. Um, the Caledonia, since 2006, has never. They've won 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 9 state titles since 2000 and well 2007 so in 12 years they've won nine state titles they're nine and zero when they get to the state championship uh they haven't gotten to the state championship in that time span three times so they lost in the state semis they lost in a section finals in 2013 to chatfield so chatfield's really the only team that's kept caledonia from getting to the state tournament and the state tournament is in Minnesota is a little different. It's it makes a little bit more sense than in Wisconsin. Uh, we're both essentially at the lead eight, but in in Minnesota the way the state is divided is if you essentially draw a line north and north to south, east to west, right through the middle of the the Twin Cities area, and then our area and here is section one. So if you go west, that's Section 2. If you go north, that's Section 3. And if you go back east, that's Section 4 of the state. And then you draw a circle around that T, t essentially, around the Twin Cities, and there's the Sections five, six, seven, and 8. So the, sec- the state is divided into eight sections. We're in Section 1. And um, you, that's just if you get through your section, you're one of the eight teams left in the state. Therefore, you're in the state tournament. So there's eight teams left. A uh, pretty simple way to to sum that up. I don't think Wisconsin's that simple. Uh, I just I just know this from from covering Minnesota sports for for nearly a decade. Uh, the best part about Caledonia's nine and zero run to state championships. If you go back to two thousand five, that is the last time Caledonia lost in a state championship, and that's kind of the beginning of this run. They were thirteen and one that season, so you know the one-loss state championship. They lost to Eden Valley Watkins in the Metrodome. And if you paid attention to football in this area, they had a guy on the team named Carl Klug. And uh, him and his brother, twin brother, were just a force for that team. They had a lot of guys on that team who were a force. But Carl Klug went on to play at Iowa. I believe he was his senior year, like a, the defensive player of the year, the player of the team, something like that. He Big honor for Iowa as a senior He went on to play seven seasons, I think. I could be wrong there. Seven or eight seasons with the Tennessee Titans. I believe he still lives in Tennessee now. Though he could be back home for deer hunting season. Um, And uh, him and his brother, and I remember writing a really interesting story about him and his identical twin brother, Kevin, who is a big-time trainer down in Nashville as well. So both those guys live in Nashville. The last time I checked, they could have moved, but I'm pretty sure they still do. Uh, But Kevin and Carl were identical twins, but when they were playing high school football, Carl was much, much bigger than Kevin, so that didn't make a whole lot of sense, right? Like, and this isn't what what ended up happening was Carl going or Kevin going into like eighth grade freshman year, somewhere around that time, he had something wrong. Uh, it wasn't something wrong with his body that prevented him from keeping food down and he didn't know what it was and he never never told his parents and I remember you know talking to these guys I did a giant story on this and uh back in my newspaper days and I remember talking to these guys and Carl would listen to his identical twin brother at night like choking and like hacking and just He was unable to keep anything in his stomach. So that happened for a year before the parents finally figured it out. Like, oh, you and we have to go to the doctor, and now we figured it out, and now you can eat normal again. But in a year's time, he lost a lot of weight, or didn't gain a lot of weight, I should say. Meanwhile, his identical twin brother turned into an NFL player. Um, but Kevin went on to uh, play Division II football at Mankato State, and now he's a big-time personal trainer. Uh, if you go, go check out his Instagram page, Kevin Klug, um you'll see he's he's big time and he's super ripped uh so nothing nothing bad has happened from Kevin Klug. from uh he just didn't turn into an NFL defensive lineman maybe for the better i, mean, I don't know if every anyone wants to be a 280 pounder <laughs> growing up but obviously that was probably a pretty rough year of his life uh as a as a i think 8th grade freshman year somewhere around that time um uh, but those guys are great uh, to talk. it was great that they were able to tell me that story too back in the day and and I always love to talk to every time I talk to Carl I always love to bring up around this time hey Carl last time Caledonia lost in a state football championship was 2005 uh, when you were a senior on the team how does that feel <laughs> uh, okay we're going to go back to the phones Eric from Sparta you're back go ahead
2: yeah I was wondering um, I wish that uh, number three call more He calls but uh well people I like miss is Mary. I wish she would call them and Main Street. Right? These people are precious people. Right? I wish they would call back in the comments about what's going on in the world today. They're precious and I say thank you very much.
1: All right. Thanks, Eric. Um, so Caledonia plays Pipestone area tonight. Pipestone seven and three, Caledonia, eleven and 0, 65 game win streak. They're going they're playing at Rochester Mayo essentially in the elite eight of the class two A or yeah, Class Two A state tournament. Uh, Bangor's playing Turtle Lake. Bangor's hosting Turtle Lake. Bangor's undefeated. They're 11 and 0. They're second ranked in the small division in the state. Turtle Lake, I believe is 8 and 3. And Gale trempello 10 and 1 versus Prayer to Shane, who is also 10 and 1. Prayer to Shane beat Arcadia last week. Galesville, of course. You guys probably know beat Aquinas. And Aquinas made a made a nice little run that they haven't made in, in some time. All right, a couple other things sports-wise. If you guys want to talk about anything else, let me know. But the Bucks they play the Utah Jazz tonight. Utah Jazz have Donovan Mitchell, one of the best players coming up in the league. Uh, it's going to be fun to watch. Giannis versus Donovan Mitchell. Giannis Antetokounmpo, obviously, reigning MVP, is 24 years old. Uh, you can listen to that game on WKTY beginning at 7.30, pregame, 7.30 p.m., 96.7 FM, 5.80 a.m. But we do have a couple of Bucks bus trips so this is pretty exciting. The Bucks, uh, we're going to Milwaukee, February second. Uh, is one bus trip. They're playing the Phoenix Suns, and the Phoenix Suns are a rejuvenated team this year. They have one of the another one of the best shooting guards in the league, and and uh, Devin Booker, Ricky Rubio has kind of brought this team together. Ricky Rubio, the point guard from the Timberwolves, is now playing for the Phoenix Suns, and uh, he's. They get a point guard. Essentially, they get a quarterback on this team, and all of a sudden, they're a legit team. Uh, so he's kind of brought this team together, and they've got a, a, bunch, of another, a bunch of other young guys, uh, Kelly Oubre and DeAndre Ayton. Phoenix Suns, a really exciting team. This is going to be a great game. Bucks, uh hosting the Phoenix Suns February 2nd. Um, What day is that? I believe that's the Sunday i remember right yeah that's a sunday game so i believe it's sunday afternoon you go to radiostuffstore.com and you can sign up and get tickets to that game 99 uh bus will leave at 8 a.m and you'll be back at 8 45 apparently so uh that's an afternoon game and then one more bucks bus trip january 4th that's a saturday playing the San Antonio Spurs, another team, the San Antonio Spurs. You guys, anyone who pays attention to the basketball knows that team every year, one of the best teams in the league. Led by Lamarcus Aldridge and DeMar DeRozan. Two of the best uh veteran players in the league. So that that one, January fourth, eighty nine dollars for the Bucks versus the Spurs at the new Pfizer Forum. If you haven't checked out that new arena, I haven't seen it yet either, so might have to jump on one of these bus trips uh, or Bucks at, bucks against the Suns, $99 on a Sunday, February 2nd. All right, we're going to hit Scott's comma and the news. Then we're going to talk about this whistleblower when we come back right here on Wisdom. All right, welcome back to LaCrosse Talk PM, 608-785-7914, the Better Hearing Center talk and text line. You want to get in here? Uh, story on the wire today. Dealing with a whistleblower he's saying he's been discharged. This is a this is not the whistleblower that has to do with the Ukraine phone call and President Donald Trump and the impeachment inquiry. This is a whistleblower in the National Guard in Wisconsin, and this whistleblower said today his superiors have decided to discharge him from service and deny him retirement benefits in retaliation for complaining about sexual misconduct in his unit. Uh, He's uh, Master Sergeant Jay Ellis. He complained about sexual assault and sexual harassment within the 115th Fighter Wing last year. That sparked two federal investigations. And now he's being discharged and denied retirement benefits, all because he spoke out about sexual assault, sexual harassment, apparently. Uh, He's quoted in an email from the AP. I just think it's funny how there's so much in the national news right now about whistleblowers, but no one seems to give two bleeps about my situation. He sent a letter to Senator Tammy Baldwin back in about a year ago. In fact, exactly a year ago. Saying he learned of at least six instances of sexual harassment or sexual assault against female members of the fighter wing's security squadron, so that prompted the beginning of this, like two investigations by the feds. Um, but what do you think? Like this guy, he comes out, complains about sexual assault, sexual harassment. Seems pretty, f- pretty clear. <laughs> And now he's being discharged and denied retirement benefits. 608-785-7914, the Better Hearing Center, talking text line. Uh, caller, you're on the air. Who's this?
2: Hey, Rick, this is Bob.
1: Hey, Bob, go oh, ahead.
2: Again. Yeah, You're. To- I don't know if you start talking about the whistleblower. Have you started to-
1: I've been talking about start- it for about five minutes now.
2: Okay. Um. I'd just like to state a few facts.
1: Um, okay, is this the Wisconsin Guard whistleblower?
2: No, I'm talking about the impeachment thing.
1: Okay. Well, have you been listening? I'm talking about a completely different whistleblower.
2: Okay. Um, no, I, I... Okay, I guess you are. But can I just make a few remarks about that whistleblower and the impeachment thing?
1: No, that's fine. Go ahead.
2: Um, the facts are that the whistleblower is not a whistleblower. He's uh, he's a spy sent in by the CIA. And... Um, his two lawyers, they got emails um, from one of the lawyers now that he said the coup has begun. Um, he made, I made those emails that, um, in January of 2017, like 10 days after President Trump was
1: became president. Okay, Bob, so the whistleblower is a spy sent in by the CIA and the spy rooted out uh, corruption by the Trump administration, sounds like, right?
2: no the call was fine nothing wrong they're just the democrats are just trying to make
1: but the call wasn't fine <laughs> clearly the call was,
2: rick you know the call was fine it so was it was we we're... know the call was
1: fine <laughs> okay yeah. it wasn't but that's that's where we're gonna go from there it was, it's fine it's not fine uh it clearly wasn't fine and that's what this whole thing is about and everybody that's you know, testify right now. If you you read any of those testimonies, and they'll be public here beginning, I believe, in uh, beginning Wednesday, is it going to be public testimonies instead of these um, opening statements that we get to read? Uh, but we're not talking about that whistleblower. We're talking about the Wisconsin National Guard whistleblower, and I believe Mike is on hold. Mike, is is that you?
0: Yeah, it is.
1: Okay, Mike, what do you want to talk about?
0: I was going to talk about the national guard one, but since the other guy brought it up, the, uh, the whistleblower with Trump actually isn't much of a whistleblower. I'm driving over the stuff right in front of me. Otherwise I could cite it, but he actually has extremely close ties to the higher up Democrats, uh, Pelosi on down. He's actually accepted money from them in the past. Um, not for this, obviously I, I don't know about that, but, um, Again, I'm driving around the stuff, otherwise, I could cite exactly. That's
1: fine. Uh, but, pay attention to driving. Go uh, ahead with the. Mike, you, you want to talk about that Wisconsin National Guard whistleblower? what do you have to say about that?
0: Um, I have not read that story. I've heard of it, but my question for that is what did the results find uh, with the, the allegations that he brought up? Uh, was there people that were actually guilty? Was it swept under the rug? Um, was it all just a load of crap, and so that's why they're penalizing the guy? what's the the backstory with the rest of it?
1: Yeah, okay. Um, I can get into that in a minute uh, if you're gonna keep listening.
0: If, yeah, if the guy you know made these allegations and nothing came of it. well, then it's just simply reprimanding for, you know false accusations if everyone say it. but if this stuff has actually been found to be true, Oh, well, then that's you know one hundred percent retaliation. But that's stuff that should be mentioned as well.
1: Okay. Yeah. Thanks, Mike. I thanks. Had to say
0: about
1: that. All right. Thanks for the call, Mike. Good. Good point. Uh, let's see here. Go back to the phones. Uh, Main Street guy is is on. Main Street guy, go ahead.
3: What's going on? You know, you made some pretty confident assertions about this uh, guy, and I'm talking about the National Guard uh, whistleblower.
1: Well, I'm just reading. Um, I'm just reading like, the story on the like on the He wire. was
3: let. He was let go, and it was all because of. But do we know? I mean, I don't know anything about the guy. But does he have any history of? Uh, does he have any problems like disciplinary problems before this? Or right? You know, we we don't know and yet you assert that this happened all because whatever. But the truth is, I mean, I don't, and you probably don't really know that. You can't say that with any real confidence. So I was, you know, if this guy had problems before he made uh, allegations, and I'm guessing they're they're also secondhand or thirdhand allegations because I'm assuming he wasn't one of the people that was – you know, uh, abused in some way. So, I mean, I I would want to know a little bit more than that before I start condemning anybody. And uh, as far as the uh, national whistleblower, Trump's whistleblower, um, I've read the statute on whistleblower protections in government. And in this case, it would come under, uh, the closest thing would be under the intelligence activities. And, uh, you know, that foreign service is not, in the intelligence sphere or actions by the executive branch that way. So I, I got to agree with the other guy. He's not a whistleblower. All
1: right. Thanks a lot. Take care. Uh, so the uh, the Wisconsin National Guard, just kind of in, in reference to sexual assaults, received 52 reports of sexual assaults between 2013 and 2017, with more than half related to military service. So just in line of like... W- what were there actually sexual assaults that he you know blew up essentially blew the whistle on uh i'm guessing there were if there were 52 reports uh, a lot of this is still under the investigation and his being discharged is also inve- under investigation uh so you know this is the story that's come out now and he's he's made a comment about this so we're we're probably in the early stages of this even though you know he came out he blew the whistle on this stuff a year ago but now he's been outed or he outed himself i'm not exactly sure but we're quoting him so um probably when he gets discharged is when he's like hey uh i'm getting discharged this isn't right We will go back to the phones uh caller who's this you're on with lacrosse talk pm
4: hey this is uh island pete hey pete um I was just reading the article, you know, I read the article a while ago, I read it today, and um, they never mentioned what kind of a sexual assault it was, number one. And number two, yeah, this, this stuff's been going on in the military. If you Google uh, how many of these generals and majors and colonels been caught playing around with kids, playing around with women, the whole doggone military looks like it's just a big cluster you know, out there. So, I mean, this guy's probably telling the truth, but I don't know what kind of... Or did, do you know what kind of a sexual assault it is, Rick?
1: There were multiple... I don't think we have details on that, but maybe because... uh Maybe to hide the identities, you know what I mean? Like... Um, yeah.
4: Yeah, well, you know, I mean, uh, uh, the Wisconsin National Guard 52 reported uh, uh, up from last year. Who knows? Uh, it, it goes on. It's been going on. He's blowing the whistle. He's probably he's probably mad, you know, uh, you know, because uh, he probably reported it to his seniors and they just let it go and it just keeps happening. Yeah. I don't know. Could be homosexual. Could be. It, uh, well, I'll just say uh, this: it was six... I, It's highly unlikely that the women are chasing them around. But yeah, it I'll could just be. I'll say you know.
1: this: It's six instances of sexual harassment or sexual assault against female members of his squadron. So,
4: oh, oh uh, so other members are uh, uh, other members of the squadron are, are going after the gals.
1: Uh, I mean that's that's what I have. I mean I I couldn't tell you what going after the gals. I couldn't get into any details there. I'm not exactly sure. Right? So. right.
4: it's pretty vague. You know the article is pretty vague. But yeah, uh, you know he's probably right. And uh, they've been covering this up for ages and ages. And it's happening through the entire military, Navy, Army, Marines. Um, well, and that's the know.
1: and that's the question here. If he's if he's come out and said, hey, there here's six instances. We should you know here's what happened and we and you know like you said maybe he went to his superiors and they didn't do anything so then he wrote a letter to uh a senator and that sparked uh some investigations and now he's getting discharged so that that seems like a retaliatory thing for for somebody that's trying to report some wrongdoing
4: well of course but you know whistleblowing isn't a popular platform <laughs> I mean, come on look at Julian Assange, look at Snowden those guys blew the whistle the only whistleblower that seems to be getting any consideration is the guy who is on the government side and, and we don't even know who he is so you know well that's I, kind of the point gonna, though nothing's like, gonna, I, I feel I feel bad for the guy he probably you know went ahead and gave years of good service
1: and right yeah thanks Pete thanks for the call uh, I got to take a quick break we'll be back after uh, after this on wisdom. <laughs>
2: suck your voice sucks your program sucks
1: thanks a lot all right welcome back to lacrosse talk p.m 608-785-7914 just a couple minutes left here i believe anna's on hold anna you wanted to you're on the air go ahead
3: yeah i just got a clip from eric from sparta somehow uh
1: no i just (laughs) played that conversation i just played that over the (laughs) air that's all (laughs)
0: Oh, my gosh. Great. Oh, really? Oh, that's hilarious. Okay. Uh, Anyways, um, I just want to take advantage of uh, Free For All Friday and thank all the veterans that are listening, uh, all the military people, um, military families. Thank you for what you do. Um, Yeah, thank you doesn't do justice, uh, but uh, what you do is uh, surely appreciated. And uh, thanks to all the vets out there. And that's all I got. Uh, Have a good one. Bye-bye.
1: All right. Thanks a lot, Anna. Uh, yeah, she just thought we we could bring it back a little bit uh, as we're throwing a whistleblower who's being discharged out of the Wisconsin National Guard, uh, you know, and and throwing him under the bus like his unit. I guess, uh, I guess it's it's fair to question some of this stuff, but if you do, you really think a National Guard member is going to come out and accuse people of sexual assault and? sexual harassment six different instances and he's lying about that like he's just just to get back at somebody I don't know that seems pretty pretty ridiculous I don't, how how do we get there uh I had a I had a request another request I, I played a having fun with uh some Eric from Spartaclips. all in good fun Eric uh here's here's one somebody requested a little bit of Mary
2: I don't mean to be disrespectful, but this
4: the when Rick Solom has Wednesdays, he's really not an
2: appropriate choice for a show host. Thanks, Mary. You're Thanks, welcome, Mary. Rick. It was a stupid show.
1: Everybody misses Mary. Uh yeah, I can if you guys have requests, Friday's a good day to do that. I have a couple of those banked. <laughs> um Yeah, the whistleblower story if you want to look on on our wisdomnews.com it should be up in a, in a little bit. Uh pretty interesting. Wisconsin National Guard whistleblower. So it's kind of funny to relate that to, you know, what's going on in the federal government. Uh the whole impeachment is is surrounds is surrounded by <laughs> the beginning of this was, you know, a Trump phone call and and then uh, a whistleblower came out and and uh Had some disagreements with what went on during that phone call. So, a little bit different circumstances here. I think we can relate a little bit better to what happened, what's happening in the Wisconsin National Guard as uh, Sergeant Jay Ellis says his superiors, or the Wisconsin National Guard has said, let's see here. No, the sergeant, he has said his superiors have decided to discharge him from the service and deny him retirement benefits and retaliation for complaints about sexual misconduct in his unit. So probably going to be some more investigations into uh, whether or not Sergeant J. Ellis should be discharged. Uh, six different complaints about sexual harassment, sexual assault, the 115th Fighter Wing. Happened exactly a year ago. Whether or not he went to his superiors to bring this up, maybe if it was his superiors committing um, these acts, probably probably wouldn't go to them. But he did um, end up writing a letter to a senator, and and uh, that sparked two federal investigations. So those, pro- I don't know if those investigations are still going on. It's been a year. Um Wisconsin National Guard received 52 reports of sexual assault between 2013 and 2017, half of those related to military service. So it's, it's kind of an ongoing problem, and as we continue the hashtag MeToo movement, I guess, uh, these, these get exposed more and more, right? <laughs> the whole Jeffrey Epstein thing, uh, you see this in Hollywood quite a bit. Uh, Texer, Texan, the federal whistleblower is not a whistleblower by law. Uh, main libertarian guy wants me to move on from me playing ten second clips of Eric and Mary, but I, hey, somebody requested it and it's funny. Uh, I didn't use that word. He's mad that Mary said a, a certain word, but pretty basic word to me anyway. All right, that's going to do it. Some high school football tonight. Bucks are on WKTY. Packers Saturday, Sunday, Packers Sunday. The Badgers play tonight as well. Have a good weekend, guys. We'll be back on Monday with Mayor Tim Cabot.